Welcome back to Building Billions. Let's talk about how to fill a crucial job opening in five days. Now, I'm assuming that if you are filling a job within five days and it's crucial, that something probably happened. There was a team member who quit. There's an emergency in that team member's life. You know you have to fire a team member. Some sort of instance happened in your business that's causing this like chaos moment. And so maybe in one of my previous videos about how to create engaged employees, we could just drop that in the like down here, right there. You might want to watch that so you can fix those problems in the future. But specific to, man, we got five days to fill this job. How are you going to do this? I got you. I have done this multiple times inside my business here at Cardone Ventures. And I just like to give you some of my tips because I've hired hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of team members. And the faster you can learn how to do this, the more successful you're going to be because the reality is you're gonna have to transition team members and there's going to be problems in your organization. And so your confidence in being able to find great people in a very short amount of time is super important if you wanna grow and scale. So let's just dive into some of these tips. First tip, your problem is that you don't have the right person right now. So you should be willing to spend money in order to solve this problem. There's no other obvious choice besides saying, okay, I'm going to go to my recruitment platform. That could be ZipRecruiter, that could be Indeed. Back in the day, I used to use Glassdoor for recruiting. Wherever it is that you recruit people, go to that place and say, I'm gonna throw down $500 to fill this role. That is going to increase the amount of candidates that you have. And let me just remind you, your business does not have a $500 problem. You should probably write that down. Your business does not have a $500 problem. Your business has a people problem. And if you find the right person, you're going to fix that problem in spades. Like why even think with, oh, I can't spend $500 on recruiting. But let me just tell you, like I'm so with you. I'm the type of person that wants to penny pinch every little expense in a business to ensure that you're not wasteful. And it's so easy as a business owner to think, oh, I'm just gonna do that, I'll just, you know, I'll just source instead of having to spend. I'll just, you know, ask people who they might know so that I don't have to spend money. Spend the freaking money. Waste money on finding the right people because when you do waste money on spending the right people or finding the right people, you're going to be able to move faster. The right person, they need to get your attention. You need to get their attention. It has to go both ways. So you spending money on posts, don't be worried about that spend the money. Now, when you're looking at the resumes, it's gonna be important that you're paying attention to what metrics, what actual numbers they've been able to impact through their resume. If they just talk about all of the nice things, works well with others, has a positive attitude, and it's just like high level competencies, but there isn't any meat to the experience that they have, pass on that resume. That's also gonna reduce your time spent because you know what you're looking for. If there's an entire resume and not a single number on the resume, keep moving forward. That's your filtering mechanism. And your ability to have these filters is going to shorten the time that it takes you to actually hire a team member. Third thing I would highly recommend that you do is increase the amount of money that you would give to your team members for referring somebody for this role. So we normally pay about $500 per role that we're hiring for referrals from our team members. Meaning if you're a team member at Cardo Ventures and you refer somebody and they end up working out with us for at least two months, you get paid $500 because you just solved a problem for us and we're willing to pay team members for solving problems. If it's a really important role, 
you could go up to 1500 you could go up to $2,000 because when you have someone's attention inside your team on, oh man, I could make $2,000 doing this. I'm gonna wanna put energy into really thinking about who's in my network, who could I talk to? They become your voluntary sales team. And when the team members that they decide to refer actually end up working out, there's already some sort of alignment that exists there because there's they're a referral, there's some known entity. They're not just some random stranger off the street. Now, not to say that there's anything wrong with random strangers who happen to work for you who come off the street and then they become remarkable. That can totally happen. But you're gonna likely increase your success with that team member if it comes from a referral of your existing team members. So how can you leverage those referrals by just ensuring that you're paying them and you're paying more for the ones that you know you need to hire like yesterday? Tip number four on this is having a clear interview process and very specific outcomes for what you're looking for. I've worked with hundreds of business owners to help them hire people. And what's so fascinating to me is they don't really have clarity as they're going through an interview of what they're actually looking for. And it sounds really simple because, you know, you're hiring this role, you've made this job post that you're willing to pay some of your profit in your business for, you're willing to invest into because you know you need this problem solved. So there is a specific outcome that you understand that this role is going to solve, but then that outcome doesn't actually translate into what you're asking in the interview process, what you're looking for and how you're grading and assessing criteria. So if you could connect these two things and really have a clearly structured interview process here, speaking of clearly structured interview process, um, I'm gonna explain why I have this in a second, but I'm just gonna like pop open my book here because I wrote this pretty cool book. It's called Teamwork, How to Build a High Performance Team. And in this book, I dive super deep into an interview process that has worked for me to hire our team of now over 220 team members. So the interview process is on, it's on page 69, chapter seven. Let's just go there right now. You'll see that in this interview process chapter, I give you every single question that I ask in an interview. And it's not like a choose your own adventure kind of question. It's these are the questions that you need to ask without fail. Everybody needs to go through these exact same questions. So I'll give you the first five for the first step of the interview process. Question one, what research did you do about Cardinal Ventures? You'll notice I'm conversational. Well, that might've been a little bit more intense. It's normally actually like this. So tell me what research did you do about Cardinal Ventures? And I'm like smiling and I'm just making eye contact. I'm not being harsh and like critical. Just what research did you do? If they didn't do any research, I'm not gonna be that interested in moving that person forward. Why? If they don't care about the place that they work and they didn't do research and they don't understand what they're getting themselves into, why would I be so delusional to think that when they are a team member that they're going to do research and care and put time and energy into talking to our clients and prepping for those conversations. Like, of course they're not going to. If they don't care enough about doing research for the job that they're gonna take, why are they gonna put that energy and attention into the actual work that they do? So to me, that's already an automatic disqualifier. Question number two, I want them to walk me through the last three positions that they've held and the results that they created in those roles. That's important, results. 
I mentioned earlier that you really save a lot of time by only looking at resumes that have numbers to quantify the impact. But it's easy for people to say, oh, I helped grow the social media presence by 70%. And that can just be a made up number. It's not like you're gonna call the employer and say, did they actually help with 70%? Maybe they did help with 70%, and this is what a lot of people run into. They helped with 70%. But they also had 12 other team members that were helping with it. And they weren't the ones creating the idea. And it was because there was one thing that just magically happened. They got a celebrity endorsement that helped grow by the 70%. And yet you're taking this 70% and just assuming that they were the one that actually created it. So when you ask them to walk you through what they're responsible for and also the results, you're gonna be able to suss out, are they bullshitting you? If they're bullshitting you, wouldn't you rather know that on the second question of the interview instead of six months after they've onboarded and they're talking to all your clients and you put them in a leadership role? Ideally, just like handle this in the interview process. Question number three is around the team members' goals. So I like to ask here, I say something along the lines of this. At Cardone Ventures, we're here to help business owners achieve their personal, professional, and financial goals through the growth of their businesses. And we are on a mission to help 1 million business owners do exactly that. But our mission and our vision isn't just important for our clients. It's also important for our team members to see Cardone Ventures as the vehicle for their success. So with that, what are your five-year professional goals? As soon as I understand if the person is goal-oriented or not, I'm gonna have clarity of if they're gonna be a fit. If they're not goal-oriented, I don't care if they have all the experience in the world, I don't wanna be around people who are not goal-oriented. I don't want our organization to be subjected to people who are not goal-oriented. So this as the third interview question is an immediate like, yes, no, pass, fail. It's either gonna work or it's not gonna work. If they don't have goals, there's no place for them. We're 10X around here. You can't be 10X and not actually have goals. I don't know how to communicate with somebody who doesn't have goals because what are we gonna talk about? Where we're at, where we've been, the problems. No, that, that, that has no place in a business that's growing. Question number four that makes this process really succinct. What are your salary expectations? If you do not know their salary expectations and you wait until the third interview or the second interview to have the conversation, you're just prolonging that it potentially isn't a fit. If you posted the role for $75,000 and they expect $125,000, I would rather know that on the front end and be able to say, hey, great, we can give you an offer for 75,000 and have you have the opportunity for incentive comp of up to 125,000. But at this time, the organization isn't able to invest 125,000 into this role without tying very specific outputs, very specific metrics to the growth of this role. And if you're in alignment with the person, fantastic. Check that one off the box. Check that off the box. You get what I'm saying, just like a little check mark. Get that one handled, and then you move on to the next question, which is, so what questions do you have for us? It is important to know what questions team members have. And if they don't have questions, for me, they're not a fit. I one time got an interview with somebody who I got to this last part, I was really liking where the conversation was going. And instead of asking a good question, and there are bad questions to ask in an interview, for sure, on both sides. But instead of having some great question that they asked, they just asked, what does PTO look like? What do benefits look like? Can you tell me more about work from home policies? It was so transactional. And in any business that's trying to grow, 
there should be a thousand questions that a potential employee could ask you where they're interested about the product, the service, the customer, the growth plan, what their opportunity looks like, what success looks like. Like you could go on and on with somebody who's curious about how they'd fit into this organization. And here's the other like mindset shift that might be helpful. High performers are curious. High performers want to know that they made the right choice. You want high performers. You don't want somebody who's average. You don't want someone who's below average. So if you know that people who are choosing their future career, who care about where they're going, who want to make more money and who want to develop, if you know that that's the type of person that you're looking for, and in the first interview, they're already demonstrating to you that they're just like ho-hum about understanding what this opportunity looks like, pass not interested, keep moving forward. If you are curious about the two additional parts of our interview process, I would love to give you a free copy of my book, Teamwork, so that you can check out those processes in chapter seven, all on your own. If you go to cardoventures.com forward slash teamwork, that's cardoventures.com forward slash teamwork, I will give you a free copy of this book so that you can dial in your interview process. With that, appreciate you for listening to Building Billions. I am excited to continue to create great content. If you found value in this, if you know another entrepreneur, please send this their way. And it would also mean the world to me if you left a review. I read every single reviews. The reviews mean the world to me if you just spent 15 seconds writing up a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. I will read it. I will thank you. And that is the encouragement that I love in order to keep this thing rolling. So with that, be great. See you on the next episode.